you can uh, introduce yourself first. Well, I guess I'll just I'll 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 I'll, I'll be like do the whole intro thing. Uh, welcome back to the Work Was Fine podcast. I have I have this is episode f- six, and I'm I'm introducing my second guest of season one of ever. Uh, guest number two, can you introduce yourself, please? I am Josh. All right, Joshua. Joshua Honan, the brother of the co-host. No, the brother of the host. He, uh, who currently, who currently has got a solid situation going on. Josh, what's your story? Why are, we're doing this podcast. This is my first virtual podcast, too. Why, why, why are we doing this virtually, Josh? Why are we not in the same room? We are not in the same room because I live in Germany right now. I'm in the Air Force. I've been in Germany for a year and a half. Got about a year and a half left. That's it. Yeah. So he's doing. He's he's currently living his best life in Germany in Europe right now, and I'm. I'm back in Wisconsin, where we grew up. But I brought Josh on the podcast today to tell me about whatever the fuck he wants to. He said he's got a bunch of stories stored up in the little bank of his in his head. So I'm I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna let him tell those stories. Actually, no. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm I lied. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of tease the uh, the the audience with my first little story because I got a little story that I just happened. Just say, I accidentally stole a, I'm a granola bar, um, a soda from the store the other day. It was a Jersey Mike's in Milwaukee, right next to where I work. And I was, and it brought me back to when I was a kid and I accidentally stole a Pepsi from Pick and Save. I, when, and when I stole a Pepsi from Pick and Save when I was a child, I cried. Like, dead ass, I was walking home and I was crying with my best friend next to me. And it was Really, looking back, it was kind of cringe. But <laughs> now I, I so I, but I stole it. I accidentally like so. I it's a very anticlimactic story. I ordered it online with a, bo- a bottle of soda, and just a sandwich. And then I was like, I grabbed the bag, and the bag's all sealed up. I'm not gonna rip open the bag when I get there to make sure it's right. Like so, then I so then I'm like, oh, I also got a soda. So I go to the soda fridge, which is just like right next to the counter. Nobody's stopping me. I grab it and I grab the soda and I leave. I get home, and there is a soda at the bottom of the bag. Why would they do that? I don't know. I I and I don't know because because I've gotten an or I I've gotten a uh, online order from there before and they didn't do that shit so I don't know why. But I guess I stole it. But now I'm drinking it right now. So it uh so. it all kind of came full circle. But yeah, when I was a kid, I I did I ever tell you that Josh? How I you knew that? How I stole a how I stole a Pepsi from. Uh, pick and save on accident. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was. Uh, it was after middle school. Um, Josh was in cry? high school at this point. <laughs> Shut up! I was in middle school. <laughs> I, I guess that is a bit old, old, older. <laughs> I was in middle school, and I was, <laughs> I was walking. We we decided to go to pick and save for a snack or two. And in this pick and save, there was a little chill area in the side, and and like you could like get shit from a vending machine or like whatever. I don't know why they had and like 
There was like tables and stuff. I don't know. It was weird. It wasn't like a. I don't even know how to describe it. Whatever. So it was kind of around, like towards the front of the store, past the, past the registers. So I kind of, th- I kind of was past the registers. So when we left that store, I walked out past the registers because I was already in that area, and we just left. And I was like halfway down the street, and like I just all of a sudden I remember just feeling like, holy shit. I did not pay for this. And I that was the first time I stole anything in my life. Yeah. Maybe maybe one of the only times. I don't remember. I don't I don't I'm not I'm not a stealing guy, but I definitely I cried. And like my friend Noah was right next to me and he was like I I <clears throat> I I remember I vividly remember thinking that there was going to be like a m- two men in like suits in a van that were going to come and take my I don't know, take me back. I don't know. I was that was my first time stealing anything. And that just shows you what kind of man I am today. I do remember the the two guys in the van coming picking you up after that. No, but that didn't happen. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that didn't happen. Okay, sorry. That was just my little story that I had to... I do you had want to, to hear a story about to... me lying to Grandma? Sure. Which we one? camping. Yeah, Rock Dam. Okay. You got, you, Josh, Josh, remember, we have... We have people listening to this as well, so you got to add some context. <laughs> well, I'm going to. I'm just seeing if you know what I'm talking about. I might. I might. I don't know. You have to t- t- tell the story. Tell the story. Okay, so we were camping at Rock Dam with our whole family like we used to do like every single year. And Rock Dam is just like a campground in like central Wisconsin. It's got a lake and a dam and rocks. And we were camping. And... Me, Kyle, and our cousins would ride our bikes around the whole place every once in a while. And so we were probably, I was probably like 10. That would make Kyle probably eight. And then, so we were riding around and I remember we were riding past one campsite and they had like a dollar on a fishing pole. And I remember that. I do remember that. We would try to go grab the dollar and obviously they would reel the fishing pole back in. And we couldn't get the dollar. So we we kept leaving and then going back and then going back. Like, Why why did we go back? Because. Did we think I we know, could get the dollar? I wanted the dollar at least. So my thought was like, if we keep going back like over and over and over, they're going to expect us to come back. So what we have to do is go back in an hour and then they won't expect us, and we'll be able to get the dollar. <laughs> so, so then we go back to our campsite, and I go up to my grandma, and I'm like, "Hey, grandma, can you tell us, uh, like, when an hour has passed?" Because I was ten, I didn't know time. My grandma knew time, and <laughs> so grandmas. She was like, "Yeah, why do you want to know when an hour has passed?" And I looked back at my cousin Tyler, and I was like. Because the arcade opens in an hour. And she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll let you know. And then I don't really remember if we ever got the dollar. I don't think we got the dollar. But I mean, judging by how successful we were in the beginning half of that story, I don't think we would end up have gotten the, getting the dollar. Yeah, I doubt it. So then after that, I felt so guilty for lying about this, this stupid little thing. <laughs> and I, I talked to mom and dad one time and I was like, 
I got to tell you guys something. I lied to grandma a while ago because um, cause I wanted the dollar and I told her we wanted to go to the arcade and that's why I needed to know when an hour had passed. And then they were like, well, you got to tell her. And I was like, <laughs> was this still, are we still camping at this point? No, no. This was after we got back from camping. And I was like, I don't know if I can tell her in person. So I think I'm just going to have to write her, write her a letter. <laughs> And I was, <laughs> I didn't end up writing the letter, but I was so scared to tell so her. So she's person. still in the dark? I don't know. I think I told her one time, but I can't remember for sure if I told her. So Poor she, grandma. she still might think that we were trying to get into the arcade. And honestly, that, that breaks my heart. That sucks. And that arcade is no longer there. Too. I, yeah. So what is? I was there this summer. I haven't been. There I was there this years. summer, and I, you, you, you should come up with this next summer or try to. I mean, I don't even know if we're gonna go up next summer, but I was up there this summer, and the arcade's gone. I would like to, but I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, now that the arcade's gone, I'm sure that'll be an easier way of <laughs> uh, breaking the news to her. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, do you remember the arcade that used to be here? And I, and then I tell her about the lie, and she just has no memory She's of like, it. That's been on my mind <laughs> for so long, Josh. <laughs> I stayed awake at night wondering why does he need to know the hour? Why? Because <laughs> he wanted to steal a dollar from a neighboring campsite. It wasn't That's stealing. Why. They were, wouldn't have been stealing if we would have gotten it. Um, I believe the dollar was rightfully theirs. <laughs> they had it out in the middle of the street. So that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. <clears throat> I, haven't, I haven't heard that story. That is, I remember the dollar thing. I remember the dollar thing. I don't remember you going up to Grandma and having to lie to her about that. But that's interesting. Yeah, I, very I, guess it, cause it, I guess it's because it's a kind of a very bland story. It's like... I had to lie to my grandma, but it's just so, it's so weird that you made it so dramatic when it did not have to be dramatic. I know, but that's how dramatic it was to me at the time. And obviously now it doesn't mean that much to me. I have a gross story from Rock Dam. Okay. Were you there? I don't know if you were there for that because I remember there were times where you, no, you would have been maybe. I think you were. Were you there when Dylan had the growth on his foot? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. From the... Laundry detergent? No, that he had the he had the growth on his foot because of poison ivy because I crashed the four wheeler, which I which I brought up in a past episode. Okay, so I, I crashed the four wheeler. I crashed the four wheeler, and in turn, I got poison ivy on my legs as well as Dylan, because we had to fish the four wheeler out out of this tall grass that I crashed it in. Mm-hmm. So we. So we get we get poison ivy all over us. Somehow Dylan, I don't I don't know if he was wearing sandals or he just wasn't wearing anything on his feet, but somehow he got poison ivy on his feet, mm-hmm. and he had the worst poison ivy on his feet, like to the point where this is a warning if you're eating or anything. He had 
like growths on his feet. They were like <laughs> the best way I could describe them is literal bubbles on his toes. That's disgusting. Which sounds which sounds what well, sounds kind of cute. <laughs> How big were they? <laughs> like the size of his fucking toe. Do you not remember? No, I don't. I don't know if I was there. I think it was on the inside of his big toe. It was like as tall as his big toe, maybe not as wide, but it was getting there. And I remember having. Well, I I shouldn't say I I didn't fucking pop it. We made our old. I didn't mean to say old, but our <laughs> our great aunt Kay, shout out her, popped the and like pour whiskey all over it because like I guess whiskey's like clean to like clean wounds, but. Yeah, alcohol. So that so yeah, Dylan had a big old growth on his toe to the point where he had to wear a literal bag on his foot when we went swimming. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I, yeah, I do remember that now. He had to wear a bag on his foot when we went swimming because he had so many fucking shits on his goddamn feet. Did Kay really like, pour whiskey on it? Yeah, I were like some. <laughs> I don't know if it was whiskey, some sort of fucking alcohol. I don't uh. even know to this day, but it was like some sort of shit she poured on his foot to clean it. And I remember sitting in their big old, uh, it was in the RV that Kay brings. So, like, luckily we didn't get all that shit over at us. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's plenty of stories from Rock Dam that we can tell. But I think it seems like your podcast so far is just um, cousin stories. Don't say that. Also, I literally have made six episodes. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be cousin <coughs> stories. Because that's all that's happened in my life as a child. When I was, I mean, I just, I just told that story of when I robbed a bank. I mean, uh, when I robbed a gap. Fuck, where was I? I robbed a pick and save. Which, oh, I guess I should preface a pick and save. Most people definitely know this because they are within the within the Milwaukee area. But a pick and save is a grocery store, a local grocery store. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and you committed Josh, armed robbery. I committed armed. Um, uh, yeah, I had two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, tell, so, in Germany, Josh, how often do you get, like, this weird sense of, like, weird, I don't even know how to explain it. So, like, normal stuff here that isn't normal over there. Um, do you know what I mean? Normal stuff in America that is not normal here. Yeah, um, yeah, that like you have done or like you've noticed something that they do, it's like that's weird that they do that and so we don't do it like this. Every single thing about every European is they are all very very weird. I'm sorry to all of my European friends that are listening because I know that they are. But you have I, European friends? Weird. Not really. No, I don't. I just when I'm drinking, I, I usually I'm hanging out with my American friends, and then I'll like go off and uh, get a drink or something, and then I'll just get engulfed in some random European group, and I'll just be talking to them for a while. And okay, this is not not a good thing, but sometimes if I've had a little bit too much to drink and I get really friendly with some Germans. I'll ask them what they think about the Nazis every single time. Josh. Oh, gosh. Are you serious? Yes, I'm dead serious. And they're always (laughs) like, well, the history is written by the winner. And I'm like, "Uh, 
So they know they think you're asking a genuine question. They think that this drunk American is actually curious what they think about the Nazis. Are. <laughs> I no, I I actually am genuinely curious. Like, what do they think? What do they learn about that kind of stuff? Like, but sober you doesn't have the balls to ask them, is what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. But yeah, so um, I don't really have any European friends. I just um make friends and then I never see them again. But anyways, as I was saying, Europeans are very weird. They do weird things. Whenever I see them walking around, I'm just like, you can tell a European by just how how they are, how they're walking. I don't know. Do they dress different from us? I'm sure they dress pretty like either fancy or like layered. So there's a most of them, they dress a lot more fancy than Americans. Like in America, you'll go to Walmart and see people just dressed like not like they very just good. like rolled they just out of bed. Rolled out of bed, yeah. But in Europe, like it seems like everybody meticulously puts their outfits together, even if they're going to the grocery store. They are like dressed very nice. <clears throat> and and then there's also like uh, European guys my age. They dress, they all dress the same with like Adidas uh, jackets and like sweatpants and and like just Adidas everything. Yeah, and like um, fades, like very European looking fades. So whenever I go to get my hair cut here, I I'm like, can I get a medium fade and like not down to the skin at the bottom and they're like okay and the people that i go to are german and they they cut it and then they leave like this really bulky part on the very top of the fade and it looks that's like a a european thing to just have this bulky part on the top and i don't want that i want like it to just be nice and even the entire way but normal if you will normal yes so they, I, they just mess it up almost every single time, and I hate it. <clears throat> I wish I could find an American barber, but I can't have yet to do that. That sucks. I guess that's something to look forward to, eh? For sure. I, I have a normal. Oh, my dog is scratching at my door. I, if you hear a scratching, that's my dog being a little brat. But uh, she got into the garbage so earlier today. She got into the garbage and she ate some toilet paper. She did a lot of things. She was being she was being naughty today. And now she's scratching on my door, thinking that I'm gonna let her in, so she can eat more things in my bedroom. <laughs> Maybe if you fed her, she wouldn't have to eat the garbage. She is fed. She gets fed twice a day, in the morning and in the night. And sometimes she doesn't eat it. Sometimes I have to. So, <laughs> do mom and dad make you eat it if she doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, fucking get your goddamn <laughs> nose in there, Kyle. You, you can't even we, use your hands? <laughs> we spent <laughs> we spent money on this food, and it's not going to waste. <laughs> yeah, I have to eat it like a dog. <laughs> There's a bowl on the floor. I'm not going to just put it on a plate that's unrealistic. Okay. Whatever, whatever you want to do. Whatever fancies your gullet. <clears throat> but 
I so I have a podcast that I recorded earlier today. I didn't finish it, but I already I went into detail about my new about my new job and how I got the job. So I'm not gonna necessarily bring that up, but I so that's like something new that's happening in my life right now that I guess Josh doesn't necessarily know about because it was a two day process. Literally, I I guess I'll bring it up briefly because it was just so crazy and I didn't explain this to you before. I literally, Josh, I applied to this place weeks ago. Like literal like almost a month ago maybe. And I got nothing back. It was like an I had to like fill out an actual paper thing from their website. I had to print it out. Blah, blah, blah. I had to print out their fucking application, fill it out with a goddamn pen and and then and then scan it onto my computer and then email it to them. I'm like, why? Why is this this complicated? Why am I doing this like we are in 1990? Mm-hmm. So whatever. I I sent that in. I didn't get anything back from them. I was like, oh fuck. And then Dad was talking to me about uh, like getting a job. Blah 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 blah. He saw he saw like a job posting from that from that same place. He's like, oh, you're qualified for this. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Weird that they haven't contacted me still. And I was like, whatever. I was stressed about it. And then the next day. I decided, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to, I know I'm qualified for this job. I know I've, I've worked in theater. I've worked in TV. I have experience. I'm going to just call them and literally say that I'm qualified for the job. And literally, I called them. I called them on the spot. It was like 3 o'clock. I guess the time doesn't really matter. But I called them. And I was like, I am noticed, I noticed that you guys have a job posting, blah, 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 blah. You guys still hiring? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. Uh, can I just tell you? I'll just tell you about, about myself. He's like, let me transfer you. And I'm like, okay. So this guy, so then I get on the phone with this one guy. His name is Todd. He's the owner of this company. And I just talk myself up. I just tell you exactly what's on my resume. And he literally just, and he loved me. He's like, I will, he's like, let's meet tomorrow. I'm like, tomorrow? I called, and like, so, and that all fucking happened yesterday. I got this job within two days. He didn't even have my resume. I literally just called him and told him all this shit. Because, like, when I got there, he's like, I, we have your resume, right? I'm like, no, I never sent you my resume. And he's like, oh, well, and I'm like, I can literally tell you everything. He's like, okay. Because, I, obviously, I haven't memorized because I've been trying to get a job for fucking months now. Mm-hmm. Isn't that exciting? That all is you gotta exciting. Do is, All you got to do is call. All you got to do is cold call and just be like, hey, I'm qualified for this, and let me tell you why. Yep, just all you got to do is call. You get the job. And then not be homeless. And not be homeless. It's not hard to be. It's, it's not, not hard. that hard. It's not hard to not be homeless, guys. Just have money. Jesus Christ. Have a little bit of it at least. Jeez. So, Josh, being in Germany, you have, you have, you, you've gone to, like, German parties and, like, festivals, right? Yes, I have. Do you have stories from these festivals that are like unique sort yes, of Yes, I do. Okay, so <clears throat> let's just get into it. Everybody knows Oktoberfest. Let's just get right into it. Right? You, you know what Oktoberfest Oktober in Germany. That's in like where it Germany. That's like the October festival. It is the October. That's like festival. where you go to celebrate Oktoberfest. Right. So last year in 2021 I really wanted to go, but Germany was still really strict with COVID stuff. So 
I wanted to go to the one in Munich because Munich is where Oktoberfest like actually started. And it's only four hours from where I live, so it's not that far of a drive. So I really wanted to go, but they canceled it because of COVID. So I was like, dang, that's really disappointing. <clears throat> but I found a local one. Uh, and I like bought all the later hosen and I was all dressed up and ready to go. And so we went to it. It was really fun. It was a really good time, but it was just one big tent and you know, it was like a local one. It wasn't the real deal. So I was like, I really want to go to the, the real one next year, assuming it happens. So then 2022 comes around and they're like, yep, we're having the Munich one. It's going on. So I was talking to my friends about going. And so the way that the Munich Oktoberfest works is there's like 15 huge tents. And in the tents are a bunch of tables and benches. And you, you know, you start out sitting there and they bring you, bring out some food and stuff. And then as time passes on and people get more and more drunk, they end up standing on the tables and like dancing to the German music that's playing. Because every tent has like a big live band with accordions and German um, traditional instruments. <clears throat> so, okay. so uh, there's like 15 of those tents and like probably 500 to 1,000 people. That's a lot, but they, they all fit into one of those tents. So, um, but Munich, the Munich Oktoberfest is so popular that they open the reservations for those tables in like February and by March, they're pretty much gone. So, wow. So, uh, I was talking to my friends in February and I was like, Hey, we should look into reserving a table for Oktoberfest in Munich. And everybody was, was down for it. So we looked into it and it was like, you could either reserve like one seat for one person and one seat for another person, or you could reserve a whole table and the whole table would fit 10 people. Um, so then we were like, well, we don't know if we can get 10 people to go. So we're just not going to reserve a table and we'll just like, we'll see how it goes. So then time passes by and it's like summer and I'm like, Hey guys, we should look into it again. We never looked into it. And then, uh, and then cause we had like four people that were planning on going three people that were for sure going and we were like, we can't reserve a table meant for 10 people because that's, it costs a certain amount of money and divided up by 10 is different than divided up by three. So we were like, we're not going to reserve a table. So three of us were for sure. And we planned on going. And then like a couple days before we're supposed to go to Oktoberfest, like, seven other people come out of the woodwork and they're like, Hey, I want to go too. So eventually we had like 12 people going and we easily could have reserved one of those tables and been fine. Damn. But, every, but they all like said they could go at the very last minute. So <clears throat> we rent like a big van with a bunch of seats in it to drive the four hours to Munich. I called it the Oktoberfest mobile. Nobody else called it that, but I called it. <laughs> so we, we're driving to Oktoberfest. Um, we all we were driving there on Saturday, and we left early in the morning. We were going to get there later in the afternoon and just 
uh, go to Oktoberfest. Everybody, a couple of us bought Lederhosen. And um, we all showed up in the morning to get in the van. And we were all just wearing normal clothes because we were going to change into our Lederhosen later on. But then one person, he shows up in Lederhosen from the get-go. So we're just, and we, we had to you? stop at a, no, it wasn't me, but we had to stop at a bunch <laughs> of gas stations and we were all wearing normal clothes. And then just one of our friends was walking in, in Lederhosen. So it looked like he was there. making fun of them. I'll, they probably assumed that he was German. Oh, do Germans walk around in Lederhosen? No. Then they probably didn't. I don't know. But that was, that was funny. So, Anyways, we're driving there. We're drinking along the way because I have been told that is it is legal to drink in a vehicle as long as you are not driving. And I have not looked it up. Interesting. I have not looked it up, so I don't know if it's true, but we do it anyways. Um, don't take advice from <clears throat> us. But if it is illegal, then we did not do that, and we never do that. Um, so then, Because you have no proof. Exactly, except that I just confessed to it. But let me let me just say that the driver had nothing to drink, so we were completely safe. It was just everybody else that was drinking all four hours while we were getting there. Um, <clears throat> so we're four just driving. hours. Yeah, it was four. You hour were drinking drive. for four hours, so you like pre-gamed to the max. Yeah, I mean we didn't. This drink. wasn't like a thirty minutes before thing. Like you take a few shots. You were doing this shit for four hours. Yeah, but the the thing is, for me personally, I only had like two beers in the car. Um, because okay. whenever I start to drink, I really got to pee. So I can't have a stop along the way all the time. Cause that's true. That's valid. So I only had like two as long as it's legal, but if it's illegal, then I had nothing. Um, so anyways, <clears throat> we get to our Airbnb and we all get dressed up in our Lederhosen and we set off for the night. It's only like a five minute walk to the Oktoberfest grounds. From our Airbnb, so it was like perfect. Um, we didn't have to have a designated driver or worry about a taxi or anything. So we're walking there. Everybody's wearing their lederhosen. The women are wearing the dirndls. Dirndls are the female equivalent of lederhosen. I didn't know that. It's like the the German dress that they wear. So everybody's <clears throat> so everybody's all ready to go, and we get into the festival, and there's. A ton of people. Imagine like the Wisconsin State Fair. That's like the vibe that I got. So like State Fair level people. State Fair level people and State Fair size, size and um, st- like the streets and everything and all the tents and stuff reminded me of the State Fair. Okay. But like the tents, there were a bunch of huge tents, like I was talking about before, all along the way. So we get into there, and we had no reservation because of our poor planning. So we go up to the first tent that we see, and it's like, I think it's like 12 of us trying to get in there. So we tried to get into the front way, and we couldn't get in. Then we go around to the side, and we get in, and we go get some beers. And for some reason, we're all like, or somebody suggested that we leave and go to another tent because we couldn't find a place to sit. Looking back on it, we should have stayed in there because we could have just been in the tent and like stood and everybody was going to be standing later on anyways. But we decided to 
leave. Um, and as we were leaving, we were looking around and we were like, wait, I think we're missing somebody. So we, we realized that, uh, like the, the guy who showed up in the Lederhosen and nobody else showed up, um, he hasn't paid his phone bill in six months. So he okay. doesn't, he doesn't have any phone service. Um, that's so funny. That's he's always asking me to use his hot, like use my hotspot, and that's how he gets <laughs> Wi-Fi, or he uses Wi-Fi wherever he goes. Um, and if he doesn't have that, then he has no connection to the internet. He can't contact us though. So, lucky for us, he was the one that got lost, and we were looking around. For him. Lucky for us, <laughs> we were looking around for him. He was nowhere to be found, and we had no way to contact him. Because he didn't pay his phone bill and he didn't have um, service. So I was like, we got to find him. We can't just like leave him behind. We just got here. We're going to be here for a long time. So we kind of look around the, the whole tent and then we go to take money out and we start leaving the tent. And I'm like, hey, are we going to look for him? And every, like, everybody just keeps walking. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess we're just, just going to leave him behind. Uh, so... We, we start walking and we're trying to find another tent to hang out in. And just like a couple feet ahead of us, we see this guy walking and we're like, no way, we found him. So we ran up to him and we were like, what were you going to do if you didn't find us? He was like, I was just going to find some other people to hang out with and maybe hope to find you guys. But I was just going to figure it out. <laughs> but so luckily we found him. <clears throat> So then I made sure to like keep an eye on him the whole time we were there because if he's if he gets lost again, he's gonna be lost forever and he probably doesn't know the way back to the Airbnb. <laughs> so, so the next tent we see, we go and uh get in line for it, and there's a huge line because the way that it works is like you can reserve tables and there's also tables that aren't reserved and it's like first come, first serve. So there were people standing in line to get into those tables. So we joined the line and it was a pretty long line. And at this point we had all finished our beers. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go across the street to this restaurant over here and get a couple beers for us and come back. So I went across the street and I ordered two beers and, and he brings me them and they're in like beer glasses. And I start to walk away and he's like, no, you, you got to drink those here. And I was like, oh, damn it, that ruined my plan. So they had like this outside seating area. And I'm just like here with two beers all alone. And I go up to this table that kind of has an empty space. And I'm like, hey, is it cool if I, if I just drink these right here? And they're like, yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, so, so they started, speak English? Yeah, most – I've met like one or two people that don't speak English here. Oh, I guess I did know that because back when, back when I was in high school, there was a – they were exchange students from Germany, and they—I guess they don't—they teach them English like from like young, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I guess I knew that. I don't know. I sorry. Continue. Yes. So they were like, "Yeah, that's fine." And then I start talking to them, and like they tell me their names and everything, and they're like, "Yeah, we're from Switzerland," and in Switzerland, it depending on the region that you're in, they either speak German or Italian or French, because that's the country's that border Switzerland. So the people that I was talking to at this at this restaurant, they, uh, spoke French. So I was talking to them and they were like, so where are you from? And I was like, when I, whenever I 
talk to Europeans and I don't expect to talk to them for a long time. I just tell them I'm from Chicago because if I say Wisconsin, they're not going to know where Wisconsin is. So, yeah. But they'll have a general idea of where Chicago is. So, and we live close enough to Chicago where, where I can say that. Um, so yeah. I'm just like, just around Chicago. They were like, oh, in Illinois. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, <Illinois." laughs> that one. I was like, yeah, Illinois, but we pronounce it Illinois. So these guys, because they were French. So Illinois is like a French word, I guess. And they were pronouncing it the French way, Illinois. And when I told them that we call it Illinois, they were making fun of me like, Illinois, <laughs> like <you>. Illinois. <laughs> and I was like, like you invented it. You guys, come on. Come on, guys. <clears throat> making fun of me. But it's our state. We can call it whatever we want. But it's not our state. We live in Wisconsin. I mean, it's like our country's state. Is what oh, I mean. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So USA. And then they, they were uh, talking about like Texas or something. And they were like, are you from Texas? Before I told them I was from Chicago. They were like, are you from Texas? And they like had finger guns and they were like pretending to shoot him in the air. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that so just funny. proves to you that like everybody in, in like in like the Europe area knows nothing about America. I know. Yeah. Like, oh, Americans are so stupid. Americans are so stupid. But like, like they're like point to where uh, Germany is. But like fucking no, these people don't understand like how big the goddamn country is. Yeah. Like they have no idea with how big America is. It's so stupid. And all they know is Texas, New York, Los Angeles, and maybe Florida. Yeah. And they don't really know anything else. Um, whenever I talk to a European, they're like, oh, you're from America? I really want to go to New York. Like, yeah, New York would be cool, but there's so many other places. You only know about New York. Yeah. Um, because of movies. That's how they know all this shit because they, that's, movies are based in like the same four spots. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> New York and Gotham City. New so, York and Gotham City. Do they think that's real? I'm sure they do. I'm sure somebody <laughs> in Europe thinks that's real. I haven't asked, but I'll I'll start asking that whenever I'm out. Ask them where do you, where do you think Gotham City is? <laughs> and they're like Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, after we get through this Illinois Illinois deba- debacle with with the Swiss guys, um, I was telling them that I want to go skiing in Switzerland again this year. Because I went last year and it was really fun. And I was like, I'm thinking about going to a city called Zermatt. In I just imagine you saying this to them. And they're just still like doing the stupid finger gun thing like <laughs> to each other, not listening to a word you're saying. <laughs> they're like, pew, 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 pew. And you're just fucking still like, dang. well, I actually wanted to go up to the Alps. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were doing that the entire time. And I, I tried <laughs> to convince them to stop, but they just would not. So... <clears throat> Anyways, as they were doing the finger guns, I was talking to them about Zermatt, and I was like, I really want to go there and ski. Um, I just got to find a place to stay. And the one guy in the group, he was like, oh, I, I have a place in Zermatt you can stay. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'll, I'll stay uh, if it's like a hotel or something. He was like, yeah, here, give me your phone. I'll, I'll put in the address. So he puts the address into my notes app, and he doesn't give me his phone number, doesn't give me anything. He just expects <laughs> me to show up to the address <laughs> unannounced because <laughs> he didn't give me any other way to contact him. He just gave me the address. <laughs> I still have the address in my phone. Um, and I was like, okay, I don't know 
and they were trying to explain to me like what I was supposed to do with the address but the, at that point I couldn't understand them they were very drunk and they were speaking in their accent and uh, I was just like okay I'm gonna show up to this address unannounced when I want to go skiing and you better let me stay there <laughs> so anyways I finished one beer and I give the other one to them because I didn't want to stay there any longer. So I went back to the line, and we, had, my friends had moved maybe like two feet in the line. And so I start waiting there a little bit longer. And then some of my other friends, they go to the same place that I was just at to get some beer. And the rest of us stayed there. And while they were gone drinking the beer over there, they had closed off. The they put like a rope to the entrance to this tent because it, it's oh. like a it's like a big tent and then there's this outside area with a bunch of benches and stuff on the outside so like where you really want to be is inside the tent with all the benches and the band but if you have to there's like benches on the outside of the tent and then like a fence around those benches so as my some of my friends like half the group went to get beers they roped off the outside entrance. So we were still waiting in line and they come back and they're like trying to get our attention to like somehow convince us to like tell the guards to let them in. But what were we going to do? We couldn't do anything. So we just kind of left them alone and we were waiting in this line for hours and hours and hours trying to get into this tent. And at one point I was like, you know, there's a bunch of entrances like staff entrances I'm just going to walk around and try to get in, into each one of them. So I would go up to a, one of the staff entrances and just not say anything. I would just try to look as confident as possible and like walk in. And they'd just be like, nope, uh, this, you got to go to the other entrance. And I would, and then I tried to go to the next one. And I tried to go to the next one. And I tried like four different entrances and none of them worked. So I go back and we wait in line. It's probably like two hours we've been waiting in line at this point. And, uh, and we are right at the door and they opened the door once, like maybe an hour ago. So we were like, let's just leave because we're not going to get in. Let's just find another place to go. So while we were waiting in this line, we didn't realize that people had left the outside benches so we could go, just go sit at those tables and benches. So we could somehow got our other friends into the outside part. And we left the line and we went and sat at this, at, um, this bench. And unfortunately it started to rain, but we were, we were fine. Cause they like brought us a bunch of beer, like these big mugs of beer that they give at <laughs> Oktoberfest. And we were just having a good time and drinking, hanging out, whatever. And, <clears throat> and then at one point this woman in Lederhosen comes up to us with a camera and she takes a picture of, of all of us. And then she walks away and then she comes back and she has like this, she has the picture printed out and a cardboard heart, big cardboard heart shaped, like cookie gingerbread looking thing. It's not actually made out of gingerbread. It's made out of cardboard, but it had the <clears> picture <throat> on the front right. of it. So she had two of them and she gave one of them to us to, uh, to like look at. And one of my friends like took it and he hit it and she and so she was passing the one one of them around 
and we gave it back and she was like i gave you guys another one and i i want to know where it is or pay me and we were like no you just gave us one i don't know what you're talking about so so after a little bit of convincing uh she was like all right and she just left so we had the free the one that we stole so then somehow i ended up with it and i had it around my neck for the rest of the night and remember this heart-shaped thing because it's going to come up later in the story so anyways i have this heart-shaped thing around my neck we're drinking a bunch of beer we're running around like meeting italian people and meeting german people and and then uh just having a good time and so then we're sitting at the bench talking or whatever and one of my friends had invited his friend and i didn't know this guy very well but um he's we're just sitting there chilling for a little bit and then this guy grabs a mug and he just pukes into the mug <laughs> constantly continuously puking gross and i'm like oh that this is not good this is disgusting and then of course my friends uh grab the mug and like start passing it around the table this mug filled with puke and i'm like please don't gross do so we were passing the mug around and sliding it down the table and then eventually um the mug like fell on the ground so puke went everywhere glass went everywhere it was not a good time and then fast forward probably like 20 more minutes and this guy pukes into another mug and uh he's puking into the mug and then we have it sit on the table and we all are just like we're not going to sit at this table with this mug full of puke so we go to the table next to us and just leave this mug of puke behind and i felt really bad for like the waitresses coming around they're gonna come and pick up a mug filled with puke and have to take it away it's so disgusting and then there was puke all over the floor there too or all over the ground so that was cool um and then so we're sitting at this bench next to us for a little bit standing on the tables and the germans start singing their german songs and we pretend to sing along and then as they uh, do as as you do and then eventually we're like let's leave this place and let's go to try to find a different tent so we went out into the streets of the festival and we're just walking around uh looking for another place to go and at this point i really had to pee so i went to the bathroom and uh i do my business in the bathroom i don't have to go into detail and then we leave i leave the bathroom and this random german guy comes up to me and he starts talking to me about race cars i don't know why i didn't ask for this conversation but he starts talking to me about race cars he forces me to follow him on, on instagram uh his instagram about race cars and i'm like this is so cool nice and then I'm so just like, cool. hey, I got to get out of here. So then I leave <clears throat> and I start heading back towards my group of friends. And there's this random tiny German guy uh, hanging out with my friends. And I was like, tiny German guy. He is. Yes, he's a tiny, chubby German guy. Well, I think tiny he's like he's he's just a short guy. He's just short, yeah. Or is he just like a little person? <laughs> no, no, he's not a little person. He's like, he's just a short, chubby guy. And he's, okay. and as I'm walking up to to my friends, he's, I can see him jumping around and like, like <laughs> pumping his fist in the air and yelling something. And I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be fun. 
So then we walk, I walk up to him and he's yelling like, I hate Germans. I hate Germans over and over and over. Uh And I think he was German. I don't know what he was. He might've been Turkish, but he was yelling that over and over and over and like jumping and running around. So then we all start jumping and like enchanting his, I hate German chant. And, uh, (laughs) And it's so funny. And then he stops and then he runs away and he goes to like flirt with some girls or something. And I'm like, I have to hold on to my friend to keep myself from falling over because I'm laughing so hard at this guy running around chanting I hate Germans in at the Munich Oktoberfest where there's a ton of Germans. So um, I'm just like dying of laughter. And then he comes back over. And I don't, again, I don't know what prompted this next one, but there was must have been something. And he starts... Jumping in the air and chanting, I hate gays. I hate gays. I hate gays. (laughs) And I'm dying. And we are, and then we all start chanting and jumping and and chanting this, um, (laughs) his I hate gay chant. And uh, and it's it's so funny. And then he stops and then he's like, hey, follow me on Instagram. This guy's, and I later found out that this guy's name is Alex. He has... Two posts on Instagram from like 2019, with like a like a shitty potato picture, um, yeah. and and I so I followed him, and uh, and then he walks away again, and uh, he goes to like flirt with two German girls who have two really big like muscular looking guys with with them, and he goes to like flirt with them or something. I just you know let him do his thing. If he, I don't know what's going to happen to him. And so he's over there. I'm talking to my friend, still dying because he was chanting, I hate Germans and I hate gays. And it was so funny. And then I'm just sitting there like talking to my friend. And then out of the, like right in front of me, I see Alex like running towards me as fast as he can. And then he, uh, he grabs the cardboard heart shaped thing and bites it. And he's like, I thought it was a real cookie. And then runs away, <laughs> never to be seen again. <laughs> and I still have the heart-shaped cookie thing. And I look at it all the time. There's bite marks in it from when he bit it. <laughs> Do you follow him on Instagram? I, I did follow him on Instagram. Oh, you... and... What? I was just... what. What did has he posted anything since? He has not posted anything since. He has not tried to contact me, but um, I, I sounds I, like I, a character. He is he's like a cartoon character. Whenever I go out into <laughs> Europe and I'm like at a bar or a festival or something, we always meet these cartoon characters, and Alex was the best one of them so far. That's funny. Um. And uh, as I was talking to him before he bit my cookie, he, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, you're from America? How long are you going to be here? And I was like a little bit drunk at the time. And I was thinking like one and a half years because I have one and a half years left here. But I told him 11 years. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, he was like, 11 years? That's such a long time. Uh, and then he bit the cookie hanging around my neck. <laughs> 
when he was running towards you, did it seem like he was running from those big men, or did was he just running? He was, he was wasn't running away from anything, because like the the big guys and the girls were behind me, and oh. he had somehow like snuck his way <laughs> like in front of me, and then I'm like looking at my friend talking, and I look over and he's just running towards me. <laughs> Dude, I, I I imagine it like I've been watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I imagine it like like Danny DeVito, like <laughs> looking man. Just it's like Danny DeVito but younger. Yeah, that's that's really funny. Like Danny DeVito if he was twenty three. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> that was the funniest moment, maybe of my entire life, but definitely the funniest moment of my time in Germany. Alex. So far. So far. It might be topped. It's it's going to be hard to top that one. Maybe we'll a make random, a movie about it. I hope so. A random German man biting my obviously cardboard gingerbread cookie. And there's still bite marks in it. I'm going to keep this thing for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's iconic. Like because, your own little story. Because it has... A picture of me and my friends in it, and because of the bite marks. That's funny. I like that a lot. I will. I will. I'm glad that I was able to experience Alex's story. <laughs> I want to. I want to have him on the podcast. I want to oh, talk to that guy. That'd be so cool, dude. You said you have his. You said you have his Instagram. I do. I should. I should try to contact him. I don't know if he would be as fun sober because he was very, very drunk. Do you think he'll even remember who's like, who's this motherfucker contacting me about a goddamn cookie? <laughs> what? I don't know. I hope he remembers me because I'm going to re- remember him for the rest of my life. Good Maybe old it's a Alex. Good thing. Alex the cookie biter. And you said you Did you ever ask him where he's from? No, I didn't. He Well, so you said he didn't even tell you his name. You found out through Instagram. So you didn't have a lot of conversating with this man it seems no we didn't talk very much at all i told him that i was going to be here for 11 years and then i followed him on instagram and that's basically it so all i know about alex is that he hates germans he hates gays he uh he has an instagram that he's not very active on and he likes gingerbread cookies do you want to shout him out? What's his Instagram? I'm not going to shout him out. Why? Because I, I can't expose him. Okay. On your extremely popular podcast. Yeah, with my solid 20 viewers per. <clears throat> I think, yeah, all your viewers would go and, like, spam his his Instagram account with messages. Negative stuff. Cookie man. <laughs> that chubby short cookie man. <laughs> Is that the end of the story, though? Yeah. After that, we we almost got into a fight with some other Americans um, they, because those Americans were like, they were talking to my friends, and we told them that we were we were all in the military, and this guy was like, yeah, well, I go to college in Tennessee for finance, and I'm patriotic and stuff, but you guys need to go to school. And we were like, okay, (laughs) what does that mean? 
And one of my friends that was there who had heard this whole conversation, he is from Tennessee. He is from the area that the college that they said they were in is in. And he was like, the college that they're talking about is a tiny community college in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. Oof. And these guys are like, you guys, I respect the military thing, but you guys need to go to school. So we were, we had this whole altercation. There was nothing physical happened, but it seemed like it for a little bit. And it was kind of funny because I'm not really good at like arguing with people and coming up with like clever things to say in an argument. Mm-hmm. But so my, my friends were like, they were arguing with this guy <laughs> and I'm in the background. I was in the background and I was like, how much, how much is your tuition? <laughs> how are you going to pay your tuition? <laughs> and everybody just ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> were you like pissed saying, yelling this shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then after a while, I was like, you know, maybe I'll just let I'll let these other guys take care of it. They got it. <laughs> Nobody was acknowledging a word you were saying. <laughs> I had my hands cupped around my mouth, and I was like, "What's your tuition cost?" Oh yeah, oh yeah. What? Well, what's the tuition? <laughs> You're paying money. Well, guess what? The Air Force is paying me. <laughs> like, are you are you with that guy back there? Was he involved in our conversation at all? <laughs> yeah, tuition's expensive, isn't it? You gotta pay money. Like <laughs> Is Biden gonna pay for your tuition? <laughs> That's funny. Well, I guess like, it didn't get physical. I'm yeah. sure that wouldn't have bode well for the Air Force thing. <clears throat> Here's the thing, the Air Force wouldn't have found out. Probably, I don't know. Unless they turn you in, they seem like pretty professional guys. Yeah, they do go to a community college in Tennessee uh, for finance. So, <laughs> a community college for finance. All right. Mm-hmm. Whatevs. This is all. I've an hour long. This is my longest podcast yet. This is a, has been an hour. It's oh, been an hour. Shoot. <clears throat> Holy crap. That's crazy. But yeah, it's been an hour. And I'm I'm happy with this one. I appreciate... I, I actually, I don't want to cut you off. Are you done with it? Is that story over? Yeah, that's it. Wow. Just a very, very fun experience at the Munich Oktoberfest 2022. Well, I'm glad. What, so, what, I'm just, I, just one quick question. Like, when is that? Like, what time of the year is that? That's during October, right? So that was recently? It is... So the Munich Oktoberfest is from September 17th. At least this year, it was from September 17th to October 3rd. September oh. 17th is my birthday. But we didn't go on my birthday. I went and, to France for my birthday. And and uh, months in Germany are two months ahead of the months in America, <laughs> correct? Yes. So right now it is December. Yeah. Well, that's good. Almost, that's good. You got... Almost January, actually. Yeah, yeah. Christmas actually, years. Christmas must have just passed. Yeah, Christmas did just pass. Santa. Oh wait, they don't celebrate that in Germany, do they? Oh yeah, they're Jewish. <laughs> that was oh, their sorry. thing. That's what we learned. But <clears throat> an hour has passed, and 
I... Do you think Grandma's going to tell me? Maybe. Tell you what? Wait, sorry. I just kind of answered. Past. Well, well oh, it, we, I just hit an hour on my, on my marker. So if she didn't tell you yet, she's lying to you. Just like I lied to her. You should you should actually tell her about that. I'm actually curious how that how that would bode for you. I'm sure she would. I I'm sure the situation would go. She'd be like, "Oh, okay," <laughs> and that's how it would end. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure she would sit you down. Well, that's how you should start it. You would sit her down <laughs> and be like, "Grandma, I, I have uh, something to tell you. I've been holding on to this for 13 years." I'm. I've been living a lie. My I've been. Life. I I I lied to you in the past. She's like, "Oh, really? What for?" And you're like, "One time I asked you a, a question to just just tell me the time. I just had to, I just I just wanted you to ask me the time. Just tell me the time." And I told you, I can't even say it. She would. I I can guarantee you she would. Uh, either one of two things: she would either disown you, never speak to you again, or completely forget by tomorrow. <laughs> I'm hoping that she forgets by tomorrow, because that's what grandmas do. Because <clears throat> that is what grandmas do, even when we drive go karts and gators into their cars over and over and over. I so drove a four wheeler into their car. I, I crashed a go kart because of you. I actually, is it okay if we keep going? Because I want to defend myself. You, you. Yeah, go for it. Brought up this story in past episodes, and I was not there to defend myself and tell my side of the story. So I don't feel like there's much sides to the story to defend. Well, okay. So <laughs> we we had the three people in the go kart, all children, young children <laughs> driving this go kart. Three of us in there. Three in a two-seater, first off. Right, yes, that's what I meant to say. So, <clears throat> we were just driving along. But we were dri- we were children. We were, we were children. definitely under the age of 10. But we were on private property, so it was legal. True. So, we were driving up the hill on in the yard. You know exactly where I'm talking about. In, a front, in the front yard, yes. In the front yard, yep. We're driving up this hill. And our aunt was driving a riding lawnmower, mowing the lawn, obviously going towards us. So I was I was in the middle and I uh, I saw her coming towards us. I didn't think that you would have enough time to serve out of the way. So I grabbed the steering wheel and turned it into a tree. I didn't mean to turn it into the tree, but I did. But at least we didn't get shredded by the lawnmower. I don't remember the lawn. Oh my gosh, Olive is banging on my door. But I don't remember the lawnmower situation. I guess nope. I just remember you thinking I, I, I apologize for, uh, for that. But you do, you do take blame for turning us into that tree. We, I did turn us into the tree, but it wasn't for no reason. It was because there was a lawnmower heading straight for us. It would have been a head-on collision. That's even a more dramatic story. Wow. Clearing up the waters. Ah! Stop it! <clears throat> And She's a brat. You also talked about Tony, our neighbor, that one time. Oh yeah, you have you probably have Tony's stories too. Yeah, talk about those. So, 
Tony would always smoke cigars whenever he would just go outside and smoke cigars, and we would go. Me and Kyle would go over there and talk to him. Tony um, is the old neighbor. I should say that. Just Tony is the old neighbor that I said told us stories about him getting shot in the war. Yeah, and I, I, I always tell people about that. He, like the exact same words that you say, you said in the podcast. Like he, he was like, I, I got shot in the leg in World War Two, and my boot filled up with blood. And we were little children listening to this story. It was literal. A, it's a cool story. Literally but, five. I can. I could say I was literally probably like five years old. Probably yes. Um, do you remember the the turtle that he got us that one time? Not a live turtle. The singing one. The singing one. Do you remember how the song goes? It's like a. It's like you old got, like rock song, right? You got to slow down. You're moving too fast. too fast. You got to slow down and let the, let moment, the moment last. Yeah. I remember that turtle. It's probably still in my room somewhere. Probably. Mom cleans out a lot of your stuff. I told her not to get rid of anything. I don't think she did. I think, worst case, she probably just sent it to you. But, oh, there, that uh, that old RV thing that you wanted before is still there as well. Oh, nice. Okay. I don't remember wanting that, but... I you, I, I sent you a video on TikTok. I'm like, dude, we have this. And you're like, save that for me. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah. Um, and then I remember, uh, there was one time where like we would only go over and talk to Tony when he would go outside on his own and smoke his cigars. Yeah. And, um, there was one time where I, I really, really liked talking to Tony. So there was one time where I went over to his house and knocked on his door and asked if we could sit outside and talk. And, uh, and he, he was completely fine with it. But then mom found out about it, and she was like, Joshua, you cannot go over there and knock on his door and tell him to come sit outside with you. Only go out there if he's already out there. Don't bother him like that. And I was like, but I, I just really want to talk to him. So that was really Poor disappointing. Poor kid. Poor guy. <clears throat> he also had, do you remember his director's chair? Uh... Yep. Is that just the chair that looked like a director's chair that he sat in? I guess I don't remember it that vividly. Yeah, he. I don't know. I really liked his the chair because we wanted to be like movie directors as a kid, so I really thought his chair was cool. And I wanted to get it from him, but I never got it. I didn't even even after he died. Well, I'm sure he had people that stuff was going to. We weren't really that. We were like maybe a blip <laughs> of his life. Probably, yeah. He did uh, get shot in World War Two, and had, I believe, probably like three children, that were full adults three by the children. time we were having conversations with him. Mm-hmm. We were just weird. I'm sure he didn't even remember it by the next day. Like no. he probably didn't remember having conversations with the five year olds next door. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Like it was he. Well, he I'm sure really he liked. It. I'm sure he liked it, especially since it's obviously like. Uh, we we definitely did good things for that man. I'm glad that we could do that for him. And uh, free chips and queso for queso heads. Sorry, I just got an email. But uh, no, that's uh, that's solid. I'm glad we I'm glad we <clears throat> had conversations with an old man about him being in the war. <laughs> Very beneficial. It was definitely World War Two. 
He's was not an old enough to be in World War One. I. I think it was too. I don't know ages. Of World War One people was he would he was way too he would not he wouldn't be alive. If it, I talked to I talked to mom and dad about it, and they also said they think it's World War Two. So. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot more sense. Not to make the uh, not to make the story grim, but the day that uh, he died, we were that would have been maybe a a couple years later because at some point we stopped going over there. Yeah, and we because we got older, and uh, I remember there was a big old party at his house, and mm-hmm. like it it didn't hit me, and I wasn't I wasn't like obviously I wasn't like crying about it because I don't really care, but I remember I was like, Dang, he's definitely dead. Yeah, and he I died think coming back from camping or something. And I remember seeing him. I remember seeing a big old party happen next door. I'm like, it's probably a celebration of life. Yeah, I remember mom telling me that he died. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And she was like crying, and I think she expected me to be sad. And I, I guess you know, I was sad, but I didn't. I didn't really show it. I I do wish we could learn more about his life, though. That is one thing that, like, I, 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 I'm curious, like, obviously he talked to, to us about it, but it's been a while, and I just wish we could, like, figure out, like, what he did in his life. Because he seemed yeah. like he lived a pretty solid life. Because do you know if he lived that in that house? Do you know how long he lived there? I don't I have no idea. Maybe, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be the person I'm asking. Maybe I should ask mom and dad that. I don't even know his last name. I don't, you're right. Tony... Oh, I feel like we definitely do. Tony something. Well, now I have some research. It's probably Italian. Tony. Anthony. He also invited us into his house and showed us magic tricks. That was pretty cool. Oh, I, oh and he would give us like the magic trick toys, wouldn't he? Yeah, and, and I remember he, sh- he brought us into his house. This might sound a little creepy, so take it with a grain of salt. He, t- he brought us into his house, sat us down in his living room. I'm sure he asked for permission i'm sure he asked for consent but he brought us children just me and my brother into his house and he would show us chris angel uh mind oh, freak <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> we, <laughs> we used to watch chris angel with, <laughs> with our old like 90 year old neighbor I forgot about that. That's so Chris funny. Angel, mind freak. <laughs> it was like they were like VHS tapes yeah. that he would put into the that he would put into the TV and just play it for us. That's crazy. You just unlocked a memory for me. That's forgot about that. I I didn't think about that until we started talking about this again either. I didn't know. I didn't know Tony gave you that turtle. I I remember he gave me like a race car once. I don't remember. I don't think I have the race car still. But he he gave us gifts. He was a sweet guy. I don't know if he gave us gifts for like certain occasions or he just did it randomly. I don't know if he knew our birthdays and stuff. I think he did. He probably knew our birthdays. I don't know. Anything else? Anything else you wanted to say? No, I think that's it. I think we're done. I think we're done. Wait. Oh wait, that's. I want um, <clears throat> to whoever's listening, uh, please go on to Spotify or Apple oh, Music yeah. and Plug. look up look up uh, "Diarrhea in My Pants" by Sean Utelumia. 
and listen to it. You can you can spell it out. Spell out the my name. The name. The, the yeah, name. The sp- spell out so the it's name. Sean S H A W N U Telemia O O T E L L E M Y E A H. Tell them what Sean Telemia. Tell them what they're looking up as well, so they're not just they're so people aren't confused while you're talking about a, just a diarrhea song. Oh, so it's a song. It's actually called Dirk Fall, parentheses, diarrhea in my pants. Dirk Fall is a German word for diarrhea. And I, Sean Utelmia, who wrote this song, uh, it's a very heartfelt song. He played guitar on it. He sang and he had one of his close friends uh, put it all together and everything. It's a very beautiful song about love and heartbreak and poop in your pants. Yeah, and, it, I, and I, I, I have it. I have it on my playlist. There's a whole, uh, there's a whole album you got, don't you? Or sorry, that your team has, correct? There is a whole album that that we have. Um, but I, in my opinion, Dirk Fall is number one on there. It is. It's like the clean one. All the other ones are kind of. Uh, Raunchy. Raunchy. But the diarrhea, the poop song, is the more clean one you can show to your family and stuff. Yeah, show to your family, show to your kids. If you if you want your uh, little four-year-old nephew to get a little bit of a laugh, send it his way. Send it's it about crying about, it's about, it's about crying about poop. I listen to it on the reg. I listen, I listen to the whole album all the time. It's going to be Dirk Fault which is the song that I'm talking about, it might be like one of my top listened to songs uh, in my Spotify rap at the end of the year, which I really hope so because I listen to that song all the time. Speaking of making songs, do you have any plans in the future to make songs that are similar? I was I was writing one for a little bit, um, but we were having some issues with my guitar wasn't tuned and like I was playing in different tempos whenever I recorded different because I was playing acoustic and electric, I, I recorded them at different tempos. So like we had some issues and I haven't had really had the time to re-record them. Uh, but that eventually I will make that one. I just, I had this idea yesterday. I'm revealing it now on your podcast. This is an exclusive thing. Exclusive. Okay. I had the idea. What if I wrote a concept album based around the poop song. Now, describe to me what a concept album is. What do you mean by so, that? A concept album is like an album that has a theme throughout the entire album um, or like a story that the album goes through. So <coughs> I was thinking, what if I made an album with all songs that are similar, like with guitar and singing and everything, similar to, to Dirt Fall? Um, and it's all about this guy who falls in love with a girl and then he poops his pants and then she breaks up with him and he's just heartbroken. I could make a whole album for that. You could make an album off of that. I would listen to it. I had that idea yesterday. I'm sure my audience would as well. I sure hope so. <clears throat> so maybe in the future I'll, I'll work on that. I don't have much time. I'm a busy guy. But Being in the Air Force and all. Yes. Um, but hopefully I can get around to it at some point. 
I think that would be really fun. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Keep me updated. Nope. Oh. All right. <clears throat> no, I'm good. Well, I am. So, <clears throat> you got anything else? <laughs> no. Um, this is my longest podcast yet. That's really exciting. I'm happy. We're we're we are going on an hour and twenty minutes. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh man. I'm Holy crap! Right Hopefully, everybody listened the whole time, or at least in spurts. Uh, but if you're going so for a long road trip, just listen to it. Listen, well, <laughs> just <laughs> that, that's the end of the <laughs> podcast, Josh. They would have already listened to the whole thing. <laughs> If you're going on a long road trip, just listen to it again. I mean, I mean, I like if you're going if it's if it's three hours, just listen to it over and over, dude. <laughs> it's it's yeah, really it's like easy. Joe Rogan makes podcasts that are that long. You can listen to that. You can, you can just listen, listen to Kyle and Kyle and Josh's podcast. It's so it's interesting to say Kyle and Josh when it's been Josh and Kyle my entire life. Uh-huh. But so, but now. And, you're in charge. Now I'm in charge. My my podcast, my rules. Thank you for coming on, Josh. <coughs> I still have a cold. That's why I'm coughing. But uh, thank you for coming on. You did your plugs for your stream for your for your sh- song that you wrote. So that's exciting. Uh, do you want to say your final goodbyes and thank me? I guess you know. <laughs> Bye. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Josh. Um, once again, I st- I have my podcast is on every streaming platform except for TuneIn, which is which is unfortunate news. If you know what TuneIn is, my podcast is not on there. I just could not figure it out for the life of me. But it's on everything else, literally really everything explained. else. I only listen on TuneIn. So unfortunately, un- Josh cannot listen to his own little episode but hopefully josh will, well i'll have josh on soon again and he'll have more stories because i'm sure he's got a bunch of crazy stories from his time in europe that he can explain i do and so so uh and maybe you can uh we can do an episode with me and you and uh maybe some of our cousins can hop on because i know i, I know i talk about my cousins a lot josh josh brought that up in the past i know i talk about my cousins a lot but that's because i got a lot of stories from them I got a lot of stories from back when I was a child, so maybe we can all we can all reminisce, and maybe nice fun guys, fun we can, guys and girl, and girl, yes. So I'm sure we can all have a nice conversation and reminisce. So that might happen, probably not soon, not until we all meet up, which won't be for an, for lots of months. So look forward to that, I guess. But uh, until then, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening all the way through, if you have. And uh, follow me and rate my podcast and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on whatever platform you're using and click. There's a little notification thing. I don't normally say this, but there's a little notification thing. Like if you click it, it sends you a notification that I uploaded it. At least it does that on Spotify. So do that. So I don't have to post on my story every time. And you know, so you'll just know when it posts. Anyways, thank you for watching. Thank you, Josh, for talking to me and i'm going to stop recording right in three two one bye